The past couple of Mishnahs have been discussing a special leniency which applies specifically to a Korban Pesach. The leniency also applies in part to other public Korbanos which have a fixed time. But the main leniency is said with regards to a Korban Pesach and that is that if the majority of the Jewish people or the majority of the Kohanim who are taking part in the Korban Pesach service, if they are Tomei then that year the Korban Pesach will be brought in a state of Tumah. So all those who are Tomei, even though in general it is forbidden to do so, they can come and bring their Korbanos even in that state of Tumah. And the point of this mission is to show us that in such a situation, even those people who are Tahar do not need to make sure that they remain Tahar. They can also process and perform the Beis HaMikdosh, the Karm Pesach service, in a state of Tumah. If the Jewish people, or the majority of the Jewish people, become Tomei, and this does not refer to every type of tumor. It refers specifically to types of tumor which come from being in contact with a dead body. However, other carbonos which result from one's own body that would not be included in this leniency. Or or if all of the Kranim or the majority of the Kranim were Tomei, but the Jews are still Tahar, or the majority of the Jews are still Tahar. And the truth is the Gemara adds, even if the majority of the Bishamitosh's utensils are Tomei, the leniency would also apply. The Osev Tumah, the Korban Pesach, is done and processed in a state of Tumah, and even those who are Tahar can fulfill the Korban Pesach service in a state of becoming Tomei. However, if like in most years, the minority of the Jews are Tomei, then Hatahirim, those who are Tahar, they fulfill the Korban Pesach on Pesach Rishon, the 14th of Nisan, and those who are Tomei for the first Pesach, they would bring a Korban Pesach on Pesach Sheini, which is exactly a month later, on the 14th of Iyar. Those who are Tomei or who weren't able to bring the Korban Pesach the first Pesach, they have a second opportunity on Pesach Sheini a month later. Mishnah Zayin, even in a case where the majority of the Jews are Tahar, and therefore only Tahar people can bring a Korban Pesach on Pesach Rishon, if the animal which he brings becomes Tomei, it is learned from Pesukim that it is not a problem. If he becomes Tomei, it is a problem, but if the animal which he is bringing becomes Tomei, then it's learned from Pesukim that the tzitz, which was the band which the Kohen wore on his forehead, that would serve as an atonement for a number of cases of Tumah relating to the Beis HaMikdash and Karbonais, one of which would be this case where the Korban Pesach becomes Tomei, and so the tzitz serves an atonement. What does that mean it serves an atonement? Apart from it literally being an atonement, it also means that this person will have fulfilled his obligation and he will not need to bring another Korban Pesach when it comes to Pesach Sheini. Says the Mishnah, Pesach Sheini Zagdomai, a Korban Pesach, whose blood was thrown on the Mizbeach, v'achakach noidashu Tomei. And then it becomes known that the meat, or the blood of the Korban, was Tomei, had tzitz meratzeh, the tzitz serves as an atonement, and also, in a way, to an extent, validates the Korban, in that it allows one to fulfill his obligation, and he will not need to bring a Korban Pesach on Pesach Sheini once more. However, the Korban Pesach cannot be eaten, because the only time the Korban Pesach can be eaten in a state of Tumah, is when the majority of the Jews of the Kohanim are Tomei. But in this case, that leniency does not apply, so the Korban Pesach cannot be eaten, but he still fulfills his obligation. However, Nitmo HaGuf, if the body of the person himself who is bringing the Korban, or if the body of the Kohen who is bringing it, if that was Tomei, then Enatitz Meratzeh. On that, the Tzitz does not serve an atonement, and the Korban is considered invalid, and he will need to bring another Korban when it comes to Pesach Sheini. And the Mishnah elaborates, because the Chachom said, Hanozir, a Nozir who is somebody who accepts upon himself certain prohibitions, such as not cutting his hair, not drinking wine, not becoming Tomei, 
Now, at the end of one's Nazirus period, let's say he accepted upon himself to be a Nazir for 30 days, so at the end of the 30 days, he needs to bring Karbanis, and after bringing the Karbanis, so then he is allowed once again to drink wine, become Tome, cut his hair. So when it comes to a Nazir and those Karbanis which he brings, Vaisa Pesach, and when it comes to somebody who is bringing a Karban Pesach, Hatzit Meratze al Tumas Haddam, the tzitz serves as an atonement and makes the carbon valid if the problem was that the blood of the carbon became tame. But the tzitz does not help to make the carbon be considered valid if the person himself was tame, and therefore if the person himself was tame, then the carbonists will not allow the nozo to drink wine again, etc. And the person who brings the carbon pesach will have to bring another carbon pesach a month later. But if the tumor was a problem in the carbon itself, not in the person, then it is considered to be valid, and he will not need to bring another carbon. Now it ends off the Mishnah with a concept known as Tumas HaTahoim, which literally means Tumah which was buried deeply, and it refers to Tumah which was not known at all. For example, if somebody finds a dead body buried deep into the ground, so the halacha should be that anything above it is Tomei, but let's say people did not know about it until then. So there are certain leniencies which apply to that Tumah, and we have a halacha of Moshe Sinai, a tradition going back to Moshe from our Sinai, that if Nitmo Tumas Hatahoim, if the person became Tomei from Tumas Hatahoim, and that Tumah was not known at all, and only after he became Tomei did he find out about it, so one of the leniencies of that type of Tumah is that even though it's a Tumah of the person, Hatzitz Meratze, the Tzitz nevertheless does serve as an atonement, and the Korbonos would be valid, so he would not need to bring a Korban Pesach again on Pesach Sheni, and the Nazir would be able now to drink wine, cut his hair, and become Tomei, and end his Nazirus. Mishnah Chetz, continuing with the discussion of a Korban Pesach which becomes Tomei, and the halacha is that in such a situation, the carbon needs to be burnt. Now in general, there's a rule that wherever carbon may be eaten, that's where it has to be burnt. So since carbon Pesach can be eaten within the entire Yerushalayim, according to the strict letter of the law, it should really be permitted to burn it anywhere in Yerushalayim. However, the Mishnah tells us that if the entire or the majority of the carbon becomes Tomei, then one has to burn it in front of the Bira. There's a machlokas in the Gemara what exactly the Bira refers to. Either it refers to the entire Beis HaMikdosh, or it refers to a particular part of the Beis HaMikdosh, or a building which was on Harabayas next to the Beis HaMikdosh. The point is that in this case, he needs to burn it over there, in order that people will see it, and it will be slightly embarrassing for him, and this will prevent both him and other people from allowing a Korban to become Tommy in the future. In this case, he was quite careless to allow the entire carbon or the majority of the carbon to become Tomei. So he clearly wasn't careful enough with the carbon Pesach. So to prevent this occurring in the future, he needs to burn it in a relatively public place by the Beit HaMikdosh. And he's allowed to use the wood which is designated for the Mizbeach fire. One of the reasons given for this in the Gemara, interestingly, is in order not to embarrass somebody who doesn't have enough wood. If, let's say, he can't afford wood, so he is allowed to use the wood which is designated for the Mizbeach. Alright, be it as it may, Nitmami Utoi, if the minority, a small part of the Karim Pesach becomes Tomei, the Hanaisar, or if the Karim Pesach becomes Naisar, which refers to any carbon which was left uneaten past the latest time that it can be eaten. So when it comes to Karim Pesach, it has to be eaten by midnight on the first night of Pesach. So if it was left past midnight and it hadn't yet been eaten, so that part needs to be burnt as well. But in this case, these two things are not considered to be totally careless things, and there's no reason to force him to burn it in a relatively public place. Rather, people like this would be able to burn the Korban Pesach on their, in their courtyards, 
or on their roofs and their houses privately. However, if they're burning it outside of the Beis HaMikdash, then of course they need to use their own wood. They can't take the wood which was designated for the Beis HaMikdash in case they come to use that for anything other than burning the carbon, and that would be forbidden since it is designated for the Beis HaMikdash. Now even in this case, he is allowed to burn it in the Bira. And if he were to burn it in the Beis HaMikdash or next to the Beis HaMikdash, then he would be allowed to use the wood which is designated to the Beis HaMikdash. The point is that he doesn't need to. But the Mishnah tells us that if he wants to, he can, and therefore had Saikonim, miserly, stingy people, who didn't want to spend their own money on things, so in Oisel of Nabira, they would burn it in front of the Bira, by the Beis HaMikdash, so that they can benefit from the wood designated to the Mizbeach, and they wouldn't need to provide their own wood. The point of the Mishnah being that, even in this case, they can, if they want to, use that wood by the Beis HaMikdash. The point is they don't have to embarrass themselves, and they can do it in private, as long as, of course, it's within Yerushalayim. Mishnah test, not only when a carbon becomes Tomei, but really whenever a carbon becomes invalid, the halacha is that it needs to be burnt. Now, another invalidation of a carbon is if it is taken out of the area which it needs to be eaten in. So, for example, when it comes to carbon Pesach, it has to be eaten within Yerushalayim. So if the Koran Pesach is taken outside of Yerushalayim, it becomes totally invalid, and even if you bring it back into Yerushalayim, it will be forbidden to eat it. So there's the Mishnah. Pesach Shayotza, a Koran Pesach, which is taken outside of Yerushalayim, a or if it becomes Tomei, and in both these cases, we're talking about a case where it happens on the 14th of Nisan. So after the Koran Pesach was bought in the Mesamekdash, and it was slaughtered, but it wasn't yet Pesach. So as the Mishnah, he served Miyad, he should burn it immediately on the 14th of Nisan, before the Yontav of Pesach begins, because it is considered totally invalid already from now. Now what happens if there's no problem with the actual carbon itself? Meaning the carbon is still pure, it's still within Yerushalayim, but Nitmu Habaylim. The owners, the people who are bringing the Korban Pesach, the Chabura, the group of people who are bringing it, they become Tomei. A or they all die. So it's true that the Korban is not going to be eaten. And already from now, there is no one to eat that Korban. And the Korban is therefore considered invalid. Nevertheless, since there is no intrinsic internal problem in the Korban itself, rather there is an external reason that the owners won't be able to eat it. It hasn't got any owners, or any fitting owners. But the carbon itself, there's no problem in the carbon itself. And therefore you can't just burn it straight away. You have to wait for another invalidation to come about. And what would that be? That would be waiting for it to become Neusar. It becomes Neusar past midnight on the first night of Pesach. And then he'll need to burn it then. So to Uber Tsurosai, he should leave over its form, he should leave over the carbon Pesach, he should allow it to wait. And then, we sorry for Shisha Asar, he should burn it on the 16th of Nisan, the day after the first day of Yom Tov. It is forbidden to burn Korbanis on Yom Tov itself, and even on Motzei Yom Tov it's also forbidden, because it has to be done during the day. So he waits until the 16th of Nisan, the day after Yom Tov, and then burns it then. Rabbi Yechonon Bereka Imer, Rabbi Yechonon Bereka says, Afzei Sarif Miyad, even this type of Korban should be burnt immediately on the 14th, even though the problem is only in the owners, and the carbon itself didn't become directly invalidated. Nevertheless, the fish in Eichlin, since it has nobody to eat the carbon, the carbon becomes invalid. So at the end of the day, right now, the carbon is invalid. So says the it can be burnt already from now, and you should not wait until the 16th of Nisan. You should burn it straight away before Yom Tov begins.